I remember playing Little League Baseball, standing on the mound, throwing a pitch, and hitting a batter with the ball. The next batter walked up to the plate, and I hit him too. I looked over at my dad, who was the manager of the team, and he gave me a dirty look and yelled at me to throw strikes. The next batter got up, and the first pitch was out of the strike zone. Then I threw another bad pitch. I looked over at my dad again, and I could see the anger and frustration on his face. Each time I looked over, he just stared at me and shook his head. I threw the next pitch and hit the batter in the leg. The fourth batter walked to the plate, and I could see him shaken as he prepared to get hit with the ball. Everyone watching knew I couldn't find the strike zone, and everyone, including him, knew what was coming next. Yes, I hit him too. My dad walked to the mound, replaced me with another pitcher, told me to go play shortstop, and finally took me out of my misery. Ever since then, I've been searching for ways to be mentally tough. In eighth grade, I told my mom I was depressed and thought about killing myself. She started screaming, What do you mean you want to kill yourself? Why would you say that? She freaked out so much that I somehow snapped out of it to calm her down. I said, Mom, it's okay. I'll be fine. And we never talked about it again. It's probably why 40 years later, I'm good at suppressing my emotions and why my brother says he eats his feelings. In high school, before football and lacrosse games, I would talk to myself during warm-ups and pump myself up to get ready for the game. I would say things like, you got this. You're going to play great. Go for it. I the tiger. I trained a lot, worked really hard, and always had to earn my starting positions. The coaches never made it easy for me. I often wondered why I always had to prove myself while other players were named the starter without contest. Years later, I realized it made me stronger and grittier, and it taught me what I would need to succeed in college and life. I was mostly recruited for college football, but decided to go to the one school that recruited me for lacrosse, Cornell University. I traveled as a freshman, was a three-year starter, and had a decent college career. Yet I know I could have been so much better. I played with a lot of fear and worried more about making mistakes and getting benched than having fun and playing the game. I dealt with a lot of injuries and rarely played healthy. I struggled mentally and physically with the pressure, stress, and demands of being a Division I athlete, and yet I never gave up. Quitting was not an option. I endured and persevered, but would describe my time on the field of play as a job, not joy. I played with a clenched fist, not a smiling face. I wish I could have done it differently, but unfortunately, no one told me there was a different way. After college, I became an entrepreneur, met my wife, had two kids, and then saw my life and career crumble before my eyes as the company I was involved with crashed during the dot-com bust. I had become more negative, miserable, and fearful than ever and was blaming my wife for why our life was so bad and why I wasn't realizing my dreams. She had enough of my negativity and said that she loved me, but she wasn't going to spend her life married to someone who was so miserable and that if I didn't change, it was over. I looked at myself in the mirror and I knew a lot had to change and I began a quest to become a more positive, mentally tough person. She wanted me to go on medication, but I told her I wanted to try to do it in a more holistic way. I began researching the emerging field of positive psychology. I read various studies on gratitude, happiness, meditation, and optimism, and started to put into practice some of these new and exciting ideas. I started taking thank you walks, which I'll share later in the book, and practicing self-talk like I did back in high school. I began meditating, which led to walks of prayer, and I created a success journal at night. As I was practicing these ideas and finding much-needed improvements, 
I began sharing my ideas and practices with others via a weekly e-newsletter, which led me to writing books and speaking. Now, 20 years later, I'm a better husband and father who has helped millions develop a positive mindset and become a positive leader. I realize now that my entire life has been a quest to get better and to help others get better as well. I've been seeking the keys to improve mental health and become mentally tough. I search for and share the tools, habits, and answers for overcoming the fear that wrecks us, the negativity that sabotages our goals, the pressure that rattles our foundation, and the anxiety that limits and weakens us. I've researched and read, learned and taught, trained and developed, written and shared countless ideas in my books to help others win the battle of their mind. As I've become more positive and mentally tough, I've been able to help others do the same. I've had a lot of ideas and answers, but I didn't have the answer. 